is Mallory Irvin, and it's time for all of us to live fully. It's so important in this crazy world of ours that we stay connected, inspired, and motivated to be and do our best. And that's not always easy. I'm here with my guests and friends to share the stories and lessons we've learned to help you live your best life every day and truly begin living fully. Let's make it happen and get started with today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Living Fully Podcast. I'm really excited to bring you today's episode with a special guest and the man that I have been vacationing with for the past week, the father of both of my children, Kyle Demiola. Hello. I'm happy to be back on. As Mallory said, I am Ford and Shepherd's baby daddy. <laughs> yes, and we don't have the same last name, so if you get that confused... It's really funny as we go on vacations and stuff, we'll check in and they get really confused because they're like, oh, you have a different last name. And then it just re-brings up this entire conversation that Kyle continues to have with me that I have not gotten around to changing my last name yet. That's all I wanted on my birthday this year was for Mallory to legally change her last name and I didn't get it. So I'm I'm holding out for Christmas, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so today we really wanted to come on here and do a podcast on how to maintain a vacation state of mind in your everyday life. We have just gotten back from an amazing vacation and one where I felt like my mental load was a lot lighter and I feel like I really applied some of the tools that I talk about on this podcast and we had an amazing time. And the funny thing is, is We didn't have perfect weather while we were down there. We had two wild kids. There were a lot of factors that could have really wrecked our vibe, but we maintained just this really amazing mindset and and we had a great time. And I started writing while I was on vacation about some of the tools that I felt like I was putting into place because I was like, why does this time seem different? So I'm going to share those with you guys today with the help of Kyle. And I'm also going to talk to you guys who maybe because of COVID or or whatever circumstance it may be, you are not at the point in time in your life where you can take a vacation. Or maybe you're just like looking forward to those days in the future where you're going to be able to take your family vacation and kind of how to be able to bring the joy that we find on those beautiful vacations into our lives in the every day. So... And I've just got some great tips, Uh so I'm excited to bring it (laughs) on this podcast. Right. So let's just jump right into that post-vacation slump. Since Kyle and I have just returned from our vacation, I want to kind of start with that. And Kyle has really been thinking about this a lot, and he is pretty intentional about trying to have this vacation vibe mindset in his everyday life, and he does a pretty dang good job of it. Okay, let's, (laughs) let's be realistic here. So you go on vacation and you have all these positive thoughts. You looked at the water, the ocean as the waves are coming in. You shut your eyes. You breathed it in. You felt it in your mind, body, and spirit. And then you return home. And the next thing you know at 9.48 p.m. when the kids aren't going to bed, all that peace and serenity goes right in the trash and you (laughs) forgot all about it. Like that's such a realistic thing when you go on vacation because real life doesn't stop when you get back. You're bombarded with work, 
emails, responsibilities, and obligations. So I kind of did a little research, and some of these things I actually used myself already. But one of my favorite little tricks or tips that I've found is planning something fun for that week you return. Hmm. Something you can look forward to, whether it's a night of going out, a movie, a dinner. Kind of sprinkle a few things like that into that week you come back. That way you're looking forward to something. I don't know. That just changes your whole mindset from leaving that vacation, don't yeah, you think? Uh-huh. I feel like that's a great idea because a lot of times that vacation is the top of the mountain. It's the pinnacle. It's the thing that we're looking forward to that we feel like we're going to find all this joy and peace and serenity. And then it's over. You can bring that into your every, everyday life. So I think that's a really great tip. And it doesn't have to be something really big. No, something something small. I mean, I love going to the movies when the kids are asleep. We live right next to a movie theater. So I may go see a movie one night. Give me some popcorn, an extra large Coke, probably a couple of Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> so just just scheduling things like that that gives you something to look forward to when you get back. And Mallory, I've got tons of these tips, so I can just keep them coming. You just tell me when to stop. Okay. I keep picturing us living beside a movie theater, what you just described. It's like four miles or three <laughs> yeah, miles well, from, it's like we live in a Michael's craft store or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I've we're, never we're not, seen much development near him. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not exactly right across the street from Joanne's Fabrics. But I think so. that's a great tip and one that's really effective. So I'll jump in with one of my tips and Something that really affects me and my day-to-day and my mental clarity is clutter, is bringing too much stuff into my space in the home that I live in or bringing too much stuff on a vacation, bringing too much stuff back from a vacation, just allowing too much excess into my life. And for years and years, when I'm sitting there with an open suitcase, no matter if it is a small, medium, or large, or extra, extra large suitcase, I will fill it to the brim to where I have to have someone literally stand on top of it to zip it up for a three-day weekend. And I've really tried to get away from that. So this trip, and a reason that I feel so much more clarity whenever I came home, I said, I'm not going to overpack. I'm really going to make an effort to only bring the things that I need for myself, for my children. Long story short, I decided to use these packing cubes as a way to organize everyone's things into the suitcase to easily take them out of the suitcase and like put them into the drawers at the the VRBO that we were staying at and then easily transition back into life. Because something that really affects me is on that last day, you throw everything into the suitcase, you come home from the airport after you've landed and you pile suitcases like into the middle of your kitchen and your living room and they don't get unpacked for days because it's so daunting. And it's just a reminder of like, you know, that it's over and that you've got all this work to do. And so that's something that helps me is to really try and organize and not bring too much and try and organize things before you bring them home back into your space. So I did that this time. And I came home with only clean laundry, with only with my packing cubes and everything packed up. And that really helped me. I feel like transition back into real life without this burden of unpacking kind of hanging over my head because clutter really does affect my mental clarity. You know that. Yeah. And to touch on what Mal said, so kind of a broader topic of clutter. So I feel like when you go on vacation or even going to a hotel, it kind of takes you away from everything. And if you notice in the hotel room, there's no clutter. That's why it's so comfortable. That's why it always feels good, like wrapping up into 
the bed at the hotel for the night and sleeping well. There is no clutter. So another kind of tip you can do before you leave for vacation, do some decluttering, whether it's your house, your office, whenever you have to get back and go into the office, go ahead and declutter before you go. I promise once you get back, it will kind of just set the tone for your mind and you can kind of keep some of some of those vacation vibes going when Mm -hmm. you return. Yeah, that's a good point too. And this is one that Kyle and I were talking about off air and it is bringing healthy habits back from vacation. So something that we try to do because we've got two young children and we try to be present, but you and I both know it's really a struggle in today's like day and time and you have to be really intentional about putting your dang phone down. And I don't, I don't know why it's like that, but it is. So whether it is on vacations, we tend to use our phones less personally, Kyle and I do, and bringing back healthy habits like that. Or on vacation, we walked a lot. Like Kyle, you walked with the boys in the morning and you kind of like had your mornings together. Bringing back some of those healthy habits that you started on vacation back into your quote unquote real life. Yeah. And I think, you know, the phone is such a big thing. And I think it is for a lot of people. Everybody's so tied to it. And and I understand it's necessary, but you really, I don't know. I feel like, Mal, you're pretty good about this. And I feel like I try to be good about this. You want your phone's there to take pictures of you living your life. You don't want to live your life on the phone. And there's a big kind of difference. And I feel like the joy a lot of people get out of vacation. I know I do. I leave my phone on the counter. I don't care who calls. It doesn't matter. I'm on vacation. Well, you can still somewhat do that at home. Mm -hmm. So just kind of really creating some headspace around that and that thought and idea that, you know, I'm not going to be tied to this because realistically, unless you're an ER doctor, unless you're on call for a lot of things, more often than not, it can wait. It can wait till the morning. And now that's easy to say here as I have my phone and my notes sitting right next to me. Mm -hmm. But it really just even 30 minutes a day of just putting your phone up and going for a little walk with the dog or taking a breather. It's really helpful and really an easy thing you can carry back home from you no matter where you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's really true. Unless you're a person that's literally on call or you've got young children that are away that like you need to absolutely have the phone right next to you. A lot of times it's perceived. So it's perceived that we have to pick up the phone every time someone calls us, whether it be a family member or someone that we work with or a friend. And I remember I was like reading this book. It's that new Glennon Doyle book, Untamed. And she always talks about how she hates responding to messages and like how voicemails make her panic. And she just hates this constant bombarding. And she puts it in a really beautiful way. But she talks about how, like, how can you spend your life living? If you're constantly being interrupted and have to having to spend so much time like responding. And I thought that that was a really great reminder of how if you are constantly tied to your phone and feel like you have to have it in your hand at all times and you have to be readily available for anyone, how we spend so much of our lives responding to the things that other people throw at us than really thinking about and living our own lives. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I feel like... You said it perfectly. It's perceived. Mm-hmm. You're always, for some reason, waiting on that one call. You're always waiting on that one text, waiting on that one DM, no matter what it is, you know, and it just never really comes. Yeah. Or you're like constantly just scrolling out of boredom. And 
so much amazing stuff comes from stillness and comes from like just literally sitting there. And I feel like we can never relax when we're constantly scrolling because you think of like our minds and the ways that they take images and just run with them. And especially like when we do this before bed or in times where we're supposed to be resting, I just feel like we can just never take a break. We can never truly disconnect. And truly disconnecting is something that is vital to finding a peace, whether it's on vacation or whether it's in our own lives at home. And I'm going to kind of roll into a mindset thing. So we were packing for our vacation. We literally booked it the Sunday before we left. And we were packing our suitcases. And my friend, who is also a photographer down there, said, have you seen the double hurricane headed toward 38? And I immediately started going into like a thought tornado about, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? The year that I feel like we need a vacation the most, there's going to be a hurricane. And what do we do? We didn't get trip insurance because it was an extra $350. And we never thought in a million years there would be two hurricanes headed towards us. I started kind of going into this frenzy. And the thing is, mindset is a heck of a lot easier to control than the weather. And while I could not control the path that that hurricane was going to take, I could control my mindset about it. And I'm not saying that like, oh, there's a hurricane coming, but we need a vacation. We're going anyways. I'm saying like logical thoughts about it because it was a week before and hurricanes get all willy nilly before then. And bless anybody that was in that hurricane's path. You know, we obviously didn't want it to hit us, but we didn't want it to hit anyone else either. But I mean, I just was in such a frenzy and, and I really realized like you can't control the weather, but you can control your mind. And I carried that into our trip because three of the days it rained, but I felt fine. Like we enjoyed it and we enjoyed resting on the inside, like in the rain. Ford and Shepard had fun playing in puddles, soaking wet. You know, I really feel like we embraced that. Yeah. You know, it, it makes this saying come to mind. What, what's the one? Changes in attitude lead to changes in latitude. I think it's a Jimmy Buffett line, and I think you're not saying it correctly. <laughs> changes you know in latitude, changes in attitude, which is the opposite of what we're actually trying to prove on this podcast. We're trying to say that you don't have to change your latitude to change your attitude. That's but what, I, that's you, what I'm saying. Thank, yep, <laughs> exactly. You know, something that I noticed, too, kind of on that last point is there have been a lot of vacations that I've taken where I couldn't get out of my own head and where I thought that, like, there was a lot of turbulence in my life at the time. And I thought, here we go. I'm going on this vacation and I'm going to be free of all this. And it followed me there. What is the saying? Now here I'm going to do what Kyle just did. Like wherever you are, there you are or something like wherever, that. Wherever. No, don't I'm, you try it. <laughs> wherever I'm at, there I am. Okay. <laughs> I I'm sure you guys are getting some really amazing tidbits. I'm sure that's a retweetable This will moment. be the last time I'm asked to come back on my wife's show. But I just, I know that mindset can follow me to all the ends of the earth and There were vacations where I had perfect weather for seven days and I was in an even nicer place and didn't have any responsibility. But because of something going on in my mind that I couldn't quiet, I didn't find peace on that vacation. But yet this last vacation that we took, it was pouring down rain. And I can remember one day I was running back from this store that I just like visited while the boys were sleeping and Kyle was at home. And I just felt so much joy running through the rain. So I feel like too, this really applies to life. So You're at home and maybe you're not on vacation, but you control your surroundings. So you can buy a plane ticket and fly to the ends of the earth to try and change 
your mindset and find peace, or you can try and find it in your day to day. Yep. And I think, you know, it's, it's one of those things you're, you're not going to be able to outrun a stressful life. Your, your problems that you're leaving will be there right when you get back. It very much is just a mindset and just being at peace the best you can and kind of setting up a framework to allow that to happen because it just, it just doesn't happen. That's why I think the decluttering, the adding some fun things when you get back, little things like that really sit you up in a framework to be at peace and to live a full life. So yeah, you know, it's really about creating your own atmosphere, no matter where you're at. And I feel like you do a lot of things. You've done a really good job about that and kind of how I incorporate that into my own life. I mean, I've got to have my exercise. I've got to go work out no matter if it's 5 a.m., sometimes at night. I've got to have my walks with Doug. There's just little things that I've learned about myself that help me kind of create an atmosphere of peace and just allows me to live my best life. Yeah, I agree with that. And like I was just talking about even on vacation where sometimes your mind is just super turbulent and you can never kind of find that stillness. That really applies to your life in your own home as well. When you get in this really spinny, messy thought tornado, everything gets lost. All of your wishes and your goals and your dreams and your prayers, like everything gets lost in that tornado. And what I encourage all of you to find and something that I strive to find every day in my life is more stillness. And you're not going to be able to just wave a magic wand and meditate for 30 seconds on some app and find it. It's a really intentional practice that you have to do over and over. I've been practicing it for years and years, and I've gotten a lot better at it, but I wouldn't say I'm great at it because my mind still moves a million miles a minute. But a big part of it is awareness, whether you're on a vacation and you feel like you're out of control or whether it's in your home, you know the feeling of that blood pressure rising, that thought and thought and thought and thought, like just bombarding your mind. And you really just have to take a step back and and find what's at the root of all of this frenzy that you've created. What is the the one thing that you could do or accomplish that would put you truly more at ease? And that's a daily practice. Yeah, and I, you know, and I feel like that's a thing it's easy to lose focus on. Uh, you know, a lot of people are going to download a meditation app. They're going to pick it up. They're going to meditate for 10 minutes and be like, well, I don't really feel any different. And it's not, you know, I feel like we're lost in a lot of these quick fix solutions Mm -hmm. to where at the end of the day, it's really just a practice every single day. Of being aware, of becoming aware of when you get out of control and when your thoughts start to conduct your train And they hijack your entire life if they're left unchecked. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's hard to do. It's easy to chase after your own thoughts and then it just kind of sends you down this rabbit hole. But that's kind of where that self-awareness comes into play that you mentioned. Just saying, okay, here's what's happening. Here's what I'm doing. Now I'm going to shift this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've almost gone down a rabbit hole there talking about thoughts the thought rabbit holes, then we went down a rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) We're very passionate about thoughts. And also I want to bring up something else because I feel that we are a culture who has never looked outward more than any other generation. So instead of intentionally living our own lives, 
we're watching other people constantly live theirs. So I want to remind all of you, because I think everyone falls into this trap and I can fall into this trap. I'm sure that you can fall into this trap is the trap of thinking that somebody else has it so much better than you and comparing your own life to theirs and then feeling less than. And this can lead to a lot of hopelessness in your own life. And I just want to remind you that even on my own vacations, like especially like a long time ago, I could post a really great picture, but that always that didn't always reflect the emotion that I was actually feeling. So try and look inward for that state of mind that you're looking for rather than looking outward, because a lot of times that's not the state of mind that the person in that beautiful image is actually in. And there is so much joy to be found in the average, ordinary, everyday And I swear, I can be in some of my like what I call like a mountain moment where I'm literally at the peak of the iceberg. I'm at the pinnacle of the goal. And I'm like thinking to myself about what I'm going to cook for dinner that night because I crave the ordinary. So don't underestimate finding the joy that you feel like you can find at some of these destinations in the everyday because it can truly truly be found there. I feel like it's almost easier to access there sometimes. Yeah. And it made me think of when you mentioned looking, everybody nowadays is looking for something on the outside instead of looking inward. Like, and I feel like it's easy to do that because you're bombarded every single Mm -hmm. day from the radio to TV to Instagram with, you know, advertisements and people in your ear, this and the other that are basically just selling you the illusion that you need or you have something that needs to be mm-hmm, fixed. Mm-hmm. And really, you probably don't. It's so funny. You go to a gas station and you go up to the counter to pay and they've got... Energy. Relax. Yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah. Energy <laughs> shots. Yeah, 25-hour <laughs> energy. You know, you, do you need energy or do you need to take a dip uh-huh. over here or have a cigarette out of uh-huh. our 40 different cigarettes to, to bring it down a notch? We don't promote cigarette use, by the way. Yes, no. Even though Kyle was eating a lot of candy cigarettes. The candy cigarettes are delicious. I promote those. Yeah, but it's even, I feel like sometimes people think of vacations and breaks and holidays and days off as a quick fix, but it has to be a long-term daily practice, noticing when you're out of control, when you need a break, when you need to weed out this excess and unnecessary noise out of your life, whether it's what we talked about earlier about keeping the phone in your hand all the time, constantly responding to people or whether it's clutter in your life or whatever that may be. Yeah. And there, and you know, the, I feel like there's never really a destination, you know, and that's why I feel like a daily practice is so important. You never really get to a moment in your life to where it's like, I'm here, I made it, that's it. Because once you once you reach a goal, there's always something else. Yeah. So I think just trying to find joy in that daily practice and realizing, you know, there's, I don't know, maybe there there is no moment. I finally made it. You yeah. Know? And when when we say daily practice, sometimes I feel like people's eyes gloss over when they hear all of these terms. A daily practice, in my opinion, is just the way that you live your life. Yeah. yeah so that's don't what I get mean. too caught up thinking that like daily practice is some sort of meditative genius because it's not. It's truly just how you live your life in the day to day. And are you in control of it or are your random racing anxious thoughts? You know, I heard, I don't, I think it was on the Brene Brown podcast that she said anxiety is 
is the most contagious emotion that the like anxiety is contagious. I forget the way that she says it, but she talks about how one person is like, can be the domino that knocks it, whether it's in your house or your business or whatever group it is that you're influencing, how anxiety can be so like pervasive in your group and in your life. And I, I believe that all these constant anxious thoughts. And it's funny what you just said kind of reminded me something too. I feel like I've always had more success, including things in my life, my daily life that actually work for me and not just what I heard somebody tell me I should be doing. Great point. You know, it's, you hear all the time. I feel like it's so watered down. Now, if you're feeling sad, go get your journal and write down three things you're thankful for. Mm -hmm. Well, I've tried that guess what? I'm still mad or sad about whatever. So, you know, and I, and I get that there is a lot of value in being grateful and I'm on board with that. And you just really have to find what works for you specifically. You know, it's, it's so, I feel like once you get into the real world, I mean, how can you tell somebody that just lost their job, just lost a family member, somebody that's dealing with addiction, you, you know, telling that person will be thankful just isn't going to cut it. So I'm just a big believer in finding daily practices, whatever that looks like for you, that you can connect to and really just keep in your rotation and, and use always. Yeah. And, and these can be, it's just kind of not the end all be all because yes, that's not going to cut it, but maybe that's part of what will cut it. But you really have to figure out what it is that works for you. And that's why we kind of wanted to come on here today and, and talk about this vacation state of mind because we are later in our lives after a lot of figuring a lot of things out, figuring out what works for us to find more of this relaxation and this freedom in our everyday lives. And whenever we come back from a, a wonderful experience like the one that we just got back from. So I really hope that this podcast has given you guys some nuggets. I thank Kyle. I appreciate you coming on this podcast with me. <laughs> you're, you're very welcome. <laughs> and I've got so many tips and tricks for you. Aren't you so glad you're married to me? You get I'm to hear them. so glad. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope whether you've come back from a vacation like we just did or whether you are just, there's no destination in sight. I hope that some of these tips can help you to find that in your everyday life, that state of stillness and peace and restoration. And always remember, changes and okay. attitude equal changes in latitude. No, they don't, Kyle. You are negating our entire point on this podcast. <laughs> you and Jimmy Buffett. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. We really, really appreciate every single listen. And I really, really appreciate if you guys could leave a review. That really helps me to be discovered by a lot of new listeners. So thank you again. You guys are the reason that this podcast has been so successful and continues to be. So tune in next Monday for another new episode. And thanks again for listening. Thanks for joining us on Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single minute of encouragement and inspiration to live your best life. Want more? Join us on MalloryIrvin.com so we can connect with you on Instagram and YouTube. Start living your life now. You've only got one. We'll see you next time.